guys, welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Ellie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all. We were inspired to learn about the journeys of normal people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices, from physical to emotional to spiritual, to figure out what wellness means to them and what works for them. We aren't doctors or experts, just average ladies figuring out how to live our best lives while tackling topics all across the wellness spectrum. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we in our community share our courageous wellness. Hi everyone, welcome to Courageous Wellness. This week we have a positivity-packed episode with the lovely Dr. Rabina Tahir, co-founder of The Positivity Charge. The Positivity Charge is a health and wellness day retreat in which attendees are exposed to methods of positive thinking to cultivate increased success in all areas of their life. Research shows that positive thinkers are better at building skills, boosting health, and improving work outcomes, and TPC events focus on tangible ways for people to become the best version of themselves. Dr. Rubina Tahir is a board-certified chiropractor and can best be described as a woman on a mission to inspire healthy lifestyles. When she isn't treating patients, she is often a media contributor, both with health content for Philadelphia TV programs, as well as having contributed her expert advice to outlets such as the Huffington Post, Reader's Digest, Medical Daily, Nail Pro Magazine, Prevention Magazine, and PHL 17. We are grateful we got to sit down and chat with this go-getter and new mama, Dr. Ruvina. Enjoy her episode and check out the Positivity Charge for their upcoming events. So welcome, Ruvina. Thank Thank you for joining us Thanks for having me. So exciting. (laughs) We're so excited. We're excited to have you. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about your background as um, a medical professional. Sure. But then also, we can like lead in, I would love our listeners to know a little bit how that transitioned into becoming a co-founder of the Positivity Charge. Sure. So I'm a chiropractor by trade. I'm also trained in acupuncture. I'm actually Canadian, so I did a lot of acupuncture in Canada. And I found this role in my life through just, of course, life experience. So being in high school, figuring myself out, why do I look the way I do? You know, why are things happening? Why was my mom sick? She had a really early cancer diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So wanting to help people was like the early kind of realization. And then it kind of involved to, you know, health is like the sum of what we do in a given day, right? It's not just me seeing a patient in my office. It's what I do outside of that. And I can't do everything in the office. I would love to, you know, to get it all done, but you can't. And so a retreat has always been my dream. And so as I kept going, I'm like, you know what, I can do this. I'm going to do a retreat. And I met Parisha Smith, the co-founder, literally over a cup of coffee. And it was just back and forth. And it was just like this like big like elevation, almost like this volcano erupting. And we're like, we're going to do this together. And it was so good. And she's got a healthcare background too. And she says the same thing all the time. You know, you can't just spend 15 minutes on your health. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's everything, including sleep as well, which is like a big proponent of what I talk about in my practice. But that's kind of why I'm here. That's great. (laughs) So for our listeners, can you give us a little definition of 
what the positivity charge is. Yeah, the positivity charge is a health and wellness social event. So it's a one day retreat that we've done in Philly numerous times. We've sold out on the East Coast. We've done it in DC. We did it in Detroit and we just had our first retreat in LA, which was a huge success. But basically we take the power of positive thinking because you can have any goal, right? But if you don't have that mindset, how far are you really going to get? You know, you've got to have that vibe, but manifest it. Mm -hmm. And so positivity never goes out of style. Mm -hmm. So we're able to apply it to our three main concepts, which are build body fuel. And we have speakers and workshops surrounding these themes. We start with a workout. We try to do a big lunch. Everyone can get together and socialize. And it's about meeting people. And it's really just about manifesting your vibes, elevating what you're working with. Mm -hmm. And I think that no matter where you at, where you are at in health. So let's say like you're having an awesome week. Like you're like 6 a.m. yoga every single day and like you're awake. Like you Mm -hmm. could go without coffee for a week. Like that's how good your vibe is, right? Or there's some weeks where you're like, please give me five coffees and wellness shots and all these different things. So positivity still applies to all all of that. It doesn't matter what kind of a week you're having. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love it so much because it can always just take you to a different higher place. Mm -hmm. So no matter what your goals are, you're so interesting. And I love hearing this from like medical professionals too. And, and we, yeah. Erica and I have interviewed a lot of people at this point across the wellness spectrum. Mm-hmm. And one thing um, that most people say, even if their approaches are different, like wellness looks different for each of them, is that it's not just one thing. Right. It's a holistic like as in the whole approach, right? So it's like mind, body, spirit. It's not just like getting that hike in or that green juice or like your physical health. Yes, of course, it's all connected, but like there's also mental health. There's also yeah. emotional health. Mm-hmm. There's also, and those things sort of all work mm-hmm. together. So it's really cool to see someone in, you know, sort of like the medical world, but applying thing like, you know what, the way we think our mindset is a huge component to how we do everything in our lives. Right, right. And you really need a team of people. And that's what's so great to work with the people that we've been able to work with. You know, in Philly, our keynote speaker last year was Jessamyn Stanley. Mm-hmm. I mean, just huge body positive presence. You know, she gives yeah. us such a vibe that, you know, anything is really possible. But you really need a team. Like, I can't do what she does, mm-hmm. you know, but vice versa, she can't do what I do. Yeah. But we bring people into an environment where they have different inspiration all mm-hmm. around them. And so you really need this team. And so that's why I'm so happy with what Parish and I have created because it's a safe place. And having that medical background, we're able to really say, you know what, that is healthy for you. Yeah. Or, you know, this person does have this really yeah. amazing story. And so bringing everyone together in this room where they get a little taste of everything, yeah. you know, because you can't just learn from one person. I can't even, you know, of course, learn from just one person. That's why meeting people and having, you know, the experiences that we do, that's what really just keeps you going. Yeah, yeah. that's incredible. Um, so personally, how has positive thinking impacted your life? I mean, it saved my life yeah. is what I would say. Um, it was a really interesting journey for me. And even now as a new mom, I need it more than ever. And I would say, you know, in high school, I didn't look like everybody else. Like, mm-hmm. that's really where this all started. And then my mom was sick. So I was home, like, a lot with her. Um, and it started a lot with body image. And I'm like, why do I look the way that I look? And I just remember, you know, 
being a teenager, hormones, like looking at myself in the mirror and being like, what are these curves? Like, why is this happening to me? What do I do with this? Like, I mean, I had no idea. Um, And then it evolved into like, well, am I eating bad? Like, do I I need to lose weight? Like, how did this happen? And it was this process of learning to love myself and learning to really learn from like my mom's journey, being home with her. Because I often felt like, I'm missing out on things like I'm, I'm home with my mom or I don't look like everyone else. And so it was it was my life journey, putting it together in my practice, you know, then creating the positivity charge and just having this environment where you always remember that it's really your mind. Yeah. Your mm-hmm. mind can control so many things. And then if you can make your mind and your body do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. you're good. Yeah. You can start coasting and you can get into this rhythm and you are okay. It's okay to be yourself. Yeah. People yeah. ask me all the time, you know, who are you? What do you do? Well, I love to say I'm myself yeah. because I think it's like the super powerful thing. Mm-hmm. But it took me forever to get there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And now as a new mom, I'm like, I have no idea who I am all over again. So, you know, thankfully I've had these life experiences because you have to create your new normal again. Yeah, that's interesting. A lot of moms have said that too. Like it's a, it's this whole new, like, I don't know, just understanding this, how you are now in the world in a different way, Mm -hmm. Um, which is someone who is not a mom yet, (laughs) but would like to be at some point. It scares me too, though, you know? But it's really, you know, you see your, like, gorgeous little daughter. and So gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I think this is really great. And I think this is a lot of, you know, I think this practice is something a lot of people really want to instill but can be so challenging mm-hmm. to do. So, like, what does a day of positive thinking look like for you? Like, how do you, how do you get through your day? Yeah. That makes sense. No, this is a really (laughs) great question because, you know, I'm a self proclaimed expert in positive vibes. So (laughs) when I decided to do my first challenge on social media, I wanted to do 21 days of positivity Mm -hmm. and I wanted to post things that I saw, felt, did that were positive. So the night before, I panicked Mm -hmm. because I was like, wait a second, what does positivity look like? Really? I was sitting there. And then I went through this thought process, like, it's really easy to look at a glass and say it's half full, you know, to have that mindset, okay? But then what do you do after that? Yeah. You know? And I think that that's what it is. It's bridging the gap of the manifesting part of it. Yeah. Like, you've got all these vibes, but are you using them? Mm. And it's one thing to use all these buzzwords, like, you know, being mindful, being present, but what does that really mean? It actually takes a lot of practice. And so then I had to sit there and say, well, what do I really connect with? Mm. Like, there's all these positive things, but how do I now explain positivity in my life? Yeah. And I kind of just honestly went through my day, and I was like, this is what I see right now, or this is what's making me feel positive. And it could have been something as simple as sitting in the backyard having a cup of coffee, realizing it was such a simple picture, but actually the message behind it was quite powerful. And Mm -hmm. so learning how to post it, have other people see it, but then really internalizing it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is so powerful for me, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can use this to my advantage and other people can see it and maybe connect on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I think it is. And I I wrote an article about manifesting vibes and really just kind of, and I think it's different for everybody too. And that's the thing. I don't think that there's one way to manifest. I think that you know, the beauty of positivity is you have to find your way yeah. that it, it expresses itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's so important because we live in such a negative world. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, like, even like it's so, it's so, and I think that's where the challenge comes in, right? Because you have to choose. I think that's the hardest part is like deciding to choose yeah. to do it because we're inundated with mm. just someone cuts you off on the freeway or um or like negative news negative news or even like social media holes that we all go down and I think like you said it is a practice because the more you do it even just having the self-awareness something that's come up for me just in the last year of you know my whole life really shifting in so many ways is practicing positivity or practicing good mindful patterns for myself Mm -hmm. I've become so self-aware when Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. So Mm -hmm. when I'm sitting in that Instagram hole or when I'm like eating, you know, peanut butter by the spoon because I don't feel like whatever, I'm aware. I'm like, huh, you're doing this because something feels off, right? Whereas before the practice of it, I would just mindfully like scoop the peanut (laughs) butter or mindlessly go down that Instagram hole. So it really is. I think, yeah, it's different for every person, but it's something you have to practice. And I think so. And I think that the realization is, like, maybe having one spoon or two spoons of peanut butter is totally fine. Totally. You know, yeah. just don't do 13, <laughs> you know? Um, or if you really want to have a day like that, like, have a day like that. Exactly. But understand the power behind it or, or what it's teaching you, you know? Allow, like, the lesson, yeah. you know, yeah. to come out. And news is crazy. I can't even watch the news. Yeah. You know, yeah. negative news, research shows it elevates our blood pressure. I mean, it causes such, like, a chain reaction. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is we can't get into a habit of justifying mm-hmm. negative behavior. Yeah. Like, we, we see it, I think, more now. Mm-hmm. And so we all have to make a conscious effort to say and be okay with saying, like, hey, that's not okay. Yeah. You know, and Stand I think we... against it. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like... That's something that I think has come up a lot, which is like so many social things that are going on right now culturally. And it's like, it's not just enough to not participate in the Mm -hmm. bad stuff. Right. It's also then your responsibility to speak out against it too, Mm -hmm. which I guess is a part of the positivity practice, right? Yeah. It's not, it's saying like, hey, this is not okay. If you see something, you know, that's, that's in opposition to, like, what you say you believe, you know, and then that's something. But I guess, as you were saying, the result of this sort of having a positivity, mindfulness practice, the practice leads to the Mm self-awareness. And the more self-aware you are, the more sort of, like, in control of your decision-making, maybe? And I think you just make better decisions or you actually discover decisions that you didn't even know about Mm -hmm. so it's like this discovery process because I think everyone gets comfortable Mm -hmm. you can actually create your own bubble and not even realize that you're not challenging yourself Mm -hmm. anymore or you're not being bold I think that more of us need to be bold I think that you know there there is that Instagram hole and it's really funny and I think the Instagram hole for me became 
a parent as a new mom because I had a really tough pregnancy and I was like, I just don't want to post about it. But then I had to sit there and be like, why don't I want to post about it? You know, Um, but being bold about it and being like, this is okay. It's okay to post something to get people thinking, you know, you can take a stance and be like, this is not okay. Or this is okay. But more boldness, Mm -hmm. less comfort. That's what Mm -hmm. I feel. And I feel like that positive mindset allows you to be bold. Because yeah. you're just evolving to this place where, like, you suddenly really don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know? I think too, for me, you know, 2018 was such was a very transitional year. Mm-hmm. But what I got at the end of all of this hard stuff was conviction. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, like, that's where, like, the, quote, like, not caring comes in. is because if you truly have, which is hard, right? Like, having conviction is really hard. But once you get it, then it's like, it's not even, I don't care. It's just, I got, like, I got myself to the point where it doesn't matter if someone responds poorly because I have conviction. You you trust the conviction in in your own decision making. Exactly. But this came after like eight months of like being forced to like have conviction in myself in different ways. But sometimes I think, I think that's so that's part of it too is changing that mindset of like this isn't happening to me it's happening for me but again right. these are all which is what's so great about the positivity charge because you need help and you need community and um you need community honestly to be yeah. able to you guys are creating community it's hard to events. do on your own for sure you know we just have such a loyal following and so many people who just add so much to the movement mm. and i think it's really just about telling your story yeah so you know when you say do it for the gram, well, do it for the gram, but tell your story. You know, don't feel you have to post or it has to look a certain way. That's just me, though. I mean, there's some Instagram profiles I love and they're aesthetically perfect. And I'm just (laughs) like, one, I don't have time. (laughs) Um, Two, I'll just look at yours and feel inspired. Um, But tell your story. You know, have people and be inspired by your story and your content. Mm -hmm. And then that's just the way that it grows. Yeah. You know? And that's what... That's what inspired us to do this, and I love that you're talking about being bold because that's sort of like the core, uh, like core sort of concept as to why we yeah. um, created this podcast mm-hmm. was like the courageous part of wellness, right? Yeah. It's like the storytelling, it's the sharing, yeah. It's the fact that like your journey may be different than this person's journey, may be different than this person's journey, but like everybody has a story to share, and someone's going to be moved by it, yeah. and yeah. also realize that they are not isolated and alone in their own journey, which yeah. is a huge part of, like, breaking that sort of stigma of, like, talking. I feel like sometimes people don't want to talk about health stuff. Want Like, I've even gone through that. I've gone through some more health stuff this year. And it's, like, the least fun stuff to talk about, like, digestion. And I, like, we were talking, you know, about it. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to talk about this on the podcast. But it's, like, it sort of gets rid of the weird like stigma we sort of put mm-hmm. on things mm-hmm. like oh don't talk about this don't talk mm-hmm. about that because we're trying to like what are we protecting ourselves from right right you've, you've got to talk about it and you have to be okay with it and it just it always will lead to something mm-hmm. different if you're not talking it's not going to work for you yeah. you know you just really have to put it out there put it out there in the space and trust that you have the capability to get it done you know and I think that 
the positivity charge has gone through so many ups and downs, you know, really being bold and putting it out there and getting the response, but it wasn't smooth sailing. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we met a lot of people who are like, well, positive thinking. Well, wait a second. Isn't that just obvious? Mm -hmm. And then after more conversation, you realize, well, okay, wait, it's not as simple as it sounds. You know, it encompasses so many different strategies, But the one thing that Parish and I have is always being bold. So we Mm -hmm. always kind of like, it's almost like we're holding hands and we're just like jumping off a cliff together. We're like, we're going (laughs) to do this and somehow we're just going to be floating to the other side. But she's always willing to just take this step to be bold, to push the well sphere. Uh And I think that a lot of times people were like, are you sure you want to do that? And it's like, yeah. And actually you should be sure about it too, because what's the worst that's going to happen? Someone might say no. Someone might be like, I don't want to participate this time. But then it always evolves into, well, who does want to participate? Right, yeah. You know? And so I think that the other thing about being bold is not being afraid of the word no. Yeah. And no doesn't have to be negative. Yeah. You can right. make it your positive as long as you know how to manifest what's inside of you. That's so, you know, I just recently read that book, Girl, Wash Your Face. Mm. Have you heard? Ah, and Rachel, Rachel Hollis. Hollis by yeah. Rachel Hollis. And it's, you know, every chapter is like all the lessons for all the... All the lies she told herself that held her back. But um, she said in one chapter, she was like, the question I get asked the most is like, kind of like, why you? Like, how did you do it? Like, how did you do it? And her answer was so great where she was like, I literally didn't get uh, discouraged by no. Yeah. Like, she got so many no's. Even um, now she's like sold like millions of books. And sure. An amazing person. But no one, even with an Instagram following at this point, no one would um, publish her book. Oh, yeah. Nobody would publish her book. So she self-published, right? And it was like everyone, every major publisher said no. But along her, everybody said no to her. And she, instead of being like, okay, I give up now. I've gotten all the no's I can get. She just kept looking for other ways and other ways and other ways. And she's like, that's what made me different then. And I was just like, so it's similar to what you're talking about, where it's like, that's part of being bold is... You're going to get no's. You're going to get rejection. There's going to be days where it feels really heavy, but it's it's then what you do next. Yeah, it's all about what you do next, and it's and it's a journey. And I think, you know, I I tell my patients a lot. You know, you have this goal, okay, and and we think it's going to just be so easy and so linear, Mm -hmm. uh, but you just kind of have to trust the journey. Mm -hmm. You know, you're you're going to get where you need to be. You know, Mm -hmm. whether it's your first idea, your second idea. You just kind of have to keep going. And so that's how I feel as a new mom, too. I'm like, you know, I, I need to do this and this, but the journey is so insane now, yeah. you know? It's like a crazy hike with hills and, you know, just like roadblocks, but I just keep going. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, there's so many new moms out there, or there's so many people out there who are balancing different things. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it gets easier. You know that saying, it doesn't get easier. You just get better and you yeah, just I have to, to push through. And I think that, you know, you've got to just, even if you have a lot on your plate, you you just have to keep going. Mm. And so that's kind of where I am now in this whole well sphere, being a new mom and really figuring it all out is like this whole other process. But I'm mm. still applying 
all these same things, which thankfully I've learned, Mm -hmm. that are helping me get where I need to be. But you just, you can't be discouraged. I mean, there's some days where I'm just like, okay, I'm going to eat my spoon of peanut butter. (laughs) I'm going to try to go to bed early. And then I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. because that's when she wakes up every day now. So, (laughs) and you're like, I'll sleep in 20 years. (laughs) But I think sometimes an accomplishment too is just making it through the day. And I think that's where kindness comes in, which is also really hard to practice, but just being kind to yourself, to ourselves. Um, So what, what are some strategies that you use when you are, when you do feel a little discouraged? Sure. So I like to find a quiet space and I like the science behind the quiet space. So for me, and I think for a lot of business women or a lot of women in this industry, it's like standing in Times Square mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. What's the LA equivalent of Times Square? Like Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood, yeah. yeah, Hollywood Boulevard. It's like Ugh. standing. <laughs> right. You yeah. just like you start thinking about it and you have that response like right away. Yeah. There's so much stimulus, mm. and you have to turn the stimulus off. So a dark room, and I mean, as a mom, you got to get creative. Like, sometimes I go in the closet. I'm not going to lie. I didn't do that pre-kid. Post-kid, I'm doing it. And I just need to sit there for two minutes, and I just need to turn everything off. And the first minute's kind of a little panicky because mm-hmm. you're still there. And then just calming everything down. I don't even know what that means sometimes, but just letting things float away. Mm. I can't really describe it. You've got to do it to really feel it. Mm. And then coming out of the space, going to a notebook, literally, Mm. and just writing down ideas. Mm. Fastest way for me at the current time, too. And sometimes I'll go for a run. And I think that you know, running used to be my go-to mm-hmm. before pregnancy. Again, I had a really tough pregnancy, which I wasn't expecting. I really thought I was going to be eight months pregnant, you know, at Orange Theory on, on a rower, <laughs> you know. And when it didn't happen, I was devastated. Yeah. It was just one of those things that I, I couldn't control. And so then afterwards, being in the well space, you know, this is my biggest challenge right now, being in the well space and not being as fit as I was. Mm. And for me, having to be really patient with myself. Mm-hmm. And so the other strategy is literally hour by hour. Like after I had Viana, my daughter, it was like, I need to make it through this next hour. Then I'm going to make it through the next hour. And then and literally really making it so simplistic where I thought I had left that space. Uh-huh. Um, so to go back to it was terrifying and to just kind of uh, starting to apply some like basic things that I thought like I had mastered, you mm-hmm. know, but trying to pull them out again and being like, okay, it's okay. Minute by minute. And then really just like congratulating myself, like at the end of the day and identifying what was good, Mm -hmm. you know, Hey, this went really well. This didn't tomorrow's a new day. Let's just Mm -hmm. make it better. And I talked to my friend who's also a new mom. Her name is Erica. So shout out to Mm -hmm. Erica. She always says to me, you know, you've got to kind of look at it day by day now. Like Mm -hmm. you had a good day. Awesome. Okay. You had two really good days. Okay, you had a bad week. It's okay. Mm. Yeah. It's okay. That's now normal. Yeah. You know, Yeah. so to speak. That's interesting. It's really, that kind of goes to that kindness for yourself, not punishing ourselves. Yeah. That's a huge thing. I think that, and that applies to so many areas where it's like, we're often our harshest critics, mm-hmm. right? So like, to be kind and say, it's okay to have a bad day. Yeah. But like, that, that doesn't deter you from trying something different tomorrow right knowing that like tomorrow could also be a bad day but it doesn't mean like 
all days forever mm-hmm. gonna be bad, right? Um, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, you touched on to like body image right? yeah. and you mentioned too earlier that that was such a big part of like, you know, your earlier years sure, you know, prior yeah. to that. Yeah. So, and I think that's something, you know, especially that's something so many people struggle with myself included. Yeah. You know, I have my own weight loss journey and mm-hmm. experience that I went through and, um, it's so difficult. It's so difficult. So, yeah. What advice, and I know the new year too is such a time where people look at that. They're like, this is going to be the year yeah. I get in shape. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's, it's just body image is so loaded. And so how did you work through it then? And like, like you said, like you're working through it again now as a new mom. Yeah. So what is it like for you? So I think early on, I just was never, you know, followed what I thought society said I should be so one it was really figuring that out like Mm. as an 18 year old Mm. I don't know how you you know I don't know how I even did it looking back on it um and then I just started to make healthy decisions and I'm like okay like if I'm eating healthy and I'm putting good food in Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get good stuff out Mm -hmm. so I noticed changes in my energy Mm. um and I was like okay I feel like really good you know I'm still you know not like a pencil, which mm-hmm. I thought it was supposed to look like. But I just kind of started accepting, you know, my body. And I always, my roommate in chiropractic college, her name is Kara. She's in Philly. We were roommates and she was like, you know, she's like, you have a great butt. And I still remember it to this day. She was like, I'd love to have a bigger butt. And it's just kind of funny, like, to just think about that and to hear it. Like, oh, like, somebody wants to have, like, a bigger butt. Like, curves are appreciated or curves are, you know, accepted or they're beautiful, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what. But you don't hear those things when you're 18. Right. You know, it's just you're stuck in this bubble. Like, we're young. We're immature. We, you know, we follow like peer pressure. I mean, it's this whole big thing. Mm. Um, and so then the same thing, I was really hard on myself during my pregnancy and I'm really hard now because sometimes I'll go on Instagram. I have to catch myself and I'm like, how is she at the gym? Like eight months pregnant or how does she look like that? Like, you know how people post their one month, like (laughs) (laughs) post delivery pictures. I'm like, I can't even. Mm. And so it was just accepting that that wasn't going to be my journey, but like, Mm. what can I do you know, to maybe motivate people or to just motivate myself. And it kind of just goes back to like, okay, what did I do back then? I started eating really, really clean. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, eating clean. And then you just kind of wait because it doesn't happen as fast when you're like over 35. It's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So just being patient with my body. And I would say I had Vion in March. Mm -hmm. I ran my first 10k for the thanksgiving turkey trot wow. yes Good for you. um i totally puked afterwards <laughs> but it was it was awesome but that was the first time i finished you know a race like that mm-hmm. um and so it's taken me you know really long to recover and, and like my pace was not you know as fast as i wanted to, it to be but understanding that to get my body back is really gonna take a lot longer than i thought mm-hmm. But being okay with it and being okay with, you know, maybe it's going to take me a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But that's okay. Because I have to remember I'm still doing it. It's not like I completely gave up. No. And I was like, forget this, forget life, or I'm just going to hide and, like, not evolve. It's no. just understanding that you have the ability to evolve 
And time can be your biggest enemy. Mm. Or you can just choose to allow time to work with you. And that's kind of what I have to do. And that's sort of good... That's sort of good advice for not just, like, fitness-related things or, like, body-related things, but for many things. Like, time, you know, we put so much pressure on ourselves, like, to... I mean, I think it's good to goal-set, like you were saying, but, like, to have to do certain things by certain times in our life. And, like, everybody's path is different. It, like, ebbs and flows. It's not linear. Like, my own life has, like, not been linear at all. And, you know, it's... That's okay. Um... And that's to give ourselves, like, some people may be doing certain, like, life milestone things or what we, like, assume to be those yeah. things at different times than other than Absolutely. others, and that's also okay. Mm-hmm. Businesses flourish at different times. Yeah. Careers mm-hmm. flourish mm-hmm. at different times. Families get created at different times, you mm-hmm. know? And so it's, like, the clock, like, not constantly being, you know, at war with time yeah. self is a huge that's something that yeah. I've had to embrace right and that the, but the more I've started to embrace that the happier I've become yeah yeah exactly yeah and you know just shout out to all the women who are working so hard yeah. with kids without kids it it's a lot it you is. know and I think that you have to be careful too with your affirmations mm-hmm. and what you put out there because Affirmations take time. And so for me, when I created this vision and when it didn't exactly go as planned, you know, like I envisioned having a family and I wanted to have a baby and it was taking a little bit longer. And so in retrospect, I look back on it now and I'm like, well, you know, that was the biggest part of my vision was having this little baby. So all these other things, like maybe I'm just focusing on the wrong part of it. Like I really had to sit down and have, I had to give myself the biggest reality check. Cause Mm -hmm. when you're so hormonal, which is also, Mm -hmm. you know, so hard for different women on different, different levels, you know, some women have really great pregnancies and it's amazing. Some don't, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a real thing. And so, you know, realizing like that journey didn't happen the way that I thought it was going to happen. And I actually have to now look back on it and be like, that was okay. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. was okay. So you're going to learn from this. And I don't know where my fitness is going to take me or what's going to happen, but just, I have to, you have to accept it. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's not a bad thing. And I don't think that there should be pressure um, for women. I think it's hard. Yeah. I saw this post the other day Mm -hmm. that I thought was really cool. And it said something like, it was for a new mom and it was like you know when am I gonna get my body back I was you never just thinking about really this. Mm-hmm. it's like I never gave my body up like in fact yeah. it's not something you need to get back because your body has like been there like just carried a child a created a human yeah like your body's been with you for more than it's probably ever been with you you know yeah. and it's yours more than it's ever been so it's not about necessarily like returning back to something it's like look at what this body has done and it's so powerful and moving into the next phase of that and I thought I was really moved by that and I haven't even had a child I'm, no I'm really moved by that right now <laughs> I'm really happy that you shared that yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> you know something else too you reminded me I think that happens a lot in life and I actually listened to a podcast about this that was like we have so many goals and dreams, be it like getting married or having a baby or that business or that dream college, whatever it is. And then it happens and it doesn't happen exactly 
the dream way we would have imagined it would happen. And, you know, um, this person was talking about like, that can be so disappointing, right? Because we're so trained to just focus on what didn't happen or the dream we had that now it came, it went, even like if it went great, you know, but it came, it went, now it's over. But um, they were basically saying like, but what about all the things also in your life that you never dreamed would happen that are now in your life? Mm -hmm. It's it's just, it's mindset is so hard, but so important because it was like, well, this might not have happened the dream way you wanted it to, but what about all the things that happened that you never even dreamed would happen or be in your life? And I was like, huh, I've never thought about all these beautiful things in my life that I love and I appreciate and I'm so glad are here that I that are more than I ever could have dreamed yeah. would be there, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just everything you guys are doing is just so important because these are things that don't come naturally. Yeah. So okay. So if I'm someone who's attending the positivity charge yeah. retreat, yeah, and you said there's three areas of focus. It's it's fuel, yeah, body, and build, and build. So what are some examples of like what a day a day in the life of a positivity charge <laughs> retreat would be. Like, sure, you sure. have guest speakers. Yeah. You said you have an exercise component. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about, like, if someone's listening and wants to sign up and come, yeah. a little bit about what the experience in that day might be like? Mm. Sure. So the only thing that you need to have to attend is to be you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So you just, you bring yourself, and you just go through this amazing day so we always start off with coffee or tea, mm-hmm. of course, and we go into a group workout. Um, so whether that be Tanya, the machine, mm-hmm. she came and she works with Sean T. Mm-hmm. She did an insanity oh. mashup. It was mm-hmm. so good. So that's one of the experiences we've done. Or Danielle, all the way from New York City, came to, well, not all the way from New York City, <laughs> but she, I think I'm in LA. So I'm like, I'm like, did she come here or did she go there? <laughs> so she came to Philly, did an awesome yoga class with us. And so... So there's always a movement component, okay. right? Mindset, start with movement. When you're moving, you're igniting all the systems in your body. Yeah. From that, we move into workshops that follow these themes. Mm-hmm. So whether you're a wellness enthusiast, while you're whether you're a wellness entrepreneur, or you're looking to just evolve your mindset, so you're looking for a more of a motivational mm-hmm. track, there's always something for you. Mm-hmm. One year we did an awesome workshop that was a kitchen cleanse. Oh. So it was really cool. fun just to like sit there and say like what's actually in my kitchen? Yeah. You know, what can I do with this? What can I not do with mm. this? One year I did a workshop on body language. Mm. Um, we've also had a really amazing panel discussion where Megan Murphy, the mm. executive editor of Good Housekeeping, mm. she brought in a lot of insight. And she sees and she knows that well sphere. Mm-hmm. And she knows content. Mm. And she knows really had to communicate with people and she just had people so elated mm-hmm. you know um, it was really amazing and so bringing in really the best in the business and when I say the best in the business people with really relatable safe content mm-hmm. but also just have that spark where they can communicate with people. And so in LA, we had Dr. Mona Vand as our keynote speaker. She's a holistic pharmacist. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she's just amazing. The way that she's able to pull information together, communicate it to people where you can really replicate things like that same day. 
And she's also herself and she's comfortable and, you know, she can just really just engage us in a way that we want to. We mm. want to learn what she knows. Mm. Um, we love bringing healthcare mm. practitioners on. You know, when we were in Detroit, we had Dr. Joel Kahn. He's a vegan yeah. cardiologist. I mean, mm. he brought so much to the table. So in Philly next year, we're going to do tracks. So you can actually pick what you want your oh, focus to be. Very cool. You know, and do you want to focus on food, motivation, more on the body? And then we'll do our panel discussion. We'll have our celebrity keynote, um, lots of sampling, and activations are so key. So what I love about activations and when I teach, um, I teach a course with New York Chiropractic College, and and I've always been around students. I love to do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's that problem-based learning. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, we have all this stuff, but you need to try it. It needs to be something where you can engage yourself. So we're going to have amazing activations where you can try things, see things, feel things, learn about the product in that way. Because it's one thing to see a a picture on Instagram and be like, do I want to try this product? I don't know. Do Do I have to go out and buy it? Probably, right? But at the Positivity Charge, everything is an interaction. Mm -hmm. There's different stations. There's different places. The meeting people, socializing. You know, we've got a bunch of really great surprises coming up Mm -hmm. for Philly and when we come back to L.A. next year. But we have grown so much that we were able to get this gorgeous $20,000 venue where we can do more, Mm -hmm. where we can bring more. Parisha always says to me, she wants to bring in that product that people don't know about, that when you try it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is really going to change my life. Mm. And I I always joke around and say, you know, Chosen Foods, I had this moment with Chosen Foods because mm-hmm. they have the avocado spray yeah. and I use it all the time. And like, obviously... It, through the positivity charge, that's yeah. how we got to know them. But yeah. it's literally, if you open my kitchen cupboard, that's what's there. Um, for Parisha, we met uh, Yoga Hustle in L.A. Mm-hmm. Their mats, unreal, mm-hmm. you know? And it's about just having these great wellness moments, you know, through the speakers, through the tracks, through the displays of that we're going to bring in. Yeah. You know, finding that product that's like, I'm going to use this every day. This is so amazing. I had no idea. Mm. But bringing in safe products, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So it's really just a one-day retreat where we bring everything to you. Mm -hmm. And you get to move through the space um, and really just take what you want from it, Mm. you know. And see what works for you. That's really nice. Exactly. Um, So... Do you have, because we always ask all of our guests, Mm, over the course of your journey, whether it's like last week or years ago, do you have any books or even current podcasts that you love that inspire you um, or have inspired you that you would recommend? I do. Uh, Rachel Hollis sent me an advanced copy of her book, her next book, which is going to be available next year, and it's Girl, Stop Apologizing. Uh, Paige Turner. Um, so I'm just really immersed in that and I can't wait for people to get their hands on it. And in terms of, you know, books, I'm doing a lot of mindset stuff right now. Mm -hmm. So mindset, uh, my friends, all my new mom friends have sent me a book. So I literally have this pile of books that I need to get through, but I'll be really honest with you and tell you that Rachel Hollis book is really where I'm at right now. Mm And then retreat mode and then trying to catch up on sleep. So if I can say who is motivating me right now, Rachel Hollis, Dr. Mona Vand, Mm -hmm. um, Parisha Smith, she's the co-founder of the Positivity Church. Her content is so real. Like if you read her captions Mm -hmm. 
And then I've just been in the zone being on vacation with meeting people face to face. So I mm-hmm. think that we've got all this motivation of books and podcasts, but there's something to be said about meeting somebody yeah. for coffee. Yeah. So Cassandra was another one of our speakers at the Positivity Charge in LA. Mm. I was literally like, let's just meet mm-hmm. for yeah. coffee. And the founder of Yoga Hustle, I'm going to meet her for coffee. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the zone I'm in. And I think that that's totally okay. Because eventually I'll go back and when my little one's sleeping or I'm feeding her, you know, pop in the headphones, listen to a little bit of a podcast. But right now there's something to be said about face-to-face, which is why I was so happy that we connected. Yeah, me too. Because... I just am at that phase where those in-person energy exchanges, which is why I love being a chiropractor because it's hands-on. Yeah. I just, my wish is for people to never forget about those two. So if you listen to a podcast and you're inspired, phone a friend, make a new connection on Instagram. I love your content. Let's meet up. Let's make magic happen. Mm, So that's really, that's my honest answer. I love that that so much. Thank That's you. So beautiful. And thank you for joining us. Thank today. you for having me. And so for anyone who doesn't follow you, where can they find you and the Positivity Charge on the internet? That's wonderful. I'm so happy you asked that because you can go to thepositivitycharge.com or on Instagram at thepositivitycharge. And to follow me, you can go to Dr. Underscore Rubina on Instagram and links to my website and my content um, is all there. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.